Go and turn it up, please. It's your man Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing well. Yes, sir. All right. Salute. You know how I do it. Y'all, Ohio standoff near Dayton, Dayton Airport. It ends. A semi-truck driver taken in a hostage rescue. Two suspects died at the hospital. All right, so a second suspect has also died at the hospital Wednesday following a seven-hour standoff with Ohio police near the Dayton airport, which ended with the rescue of a semi-truck driver who had been taken into hostage, taken in hostage. Authorities confirmed this incident right here. Ohio State Highway Patrol said an officer involved shooting is under investigation by the State Bureau of Criminal Investigation and Dayton International Airport Road will be closed between Interstate 70 and U.S. 40 for at least several hours while investigators process the scene. The ordeal first unfolded around 1 in the morning when London police officers initiated a traffic stop on a vehicle with no real lights or visible registration. As the officer was conducting the stop, the suspects fled in the vehicle on US 42 North out of London to a truck stop where they fled on foot, Highway Patrol stated. As the officer attempted to deploy a taser, a male suspect fell and pointed a handgun at the officer. The suspect was able to flee to a nearby semi-tractor with no trailer. He and a female suspect then fled in the vehicle with an occupant of the truck. As they fled the truck stop, authorities stated, the suspect struck a London police cruiser, though no officers were injured. That's when Ohio State Highway Patrol and Madison County Sheriff's Office began responding to the scene to give pursuit, along with London police. Um, the chase, which reportedly spanned several counties, ended in Montgomery County just off Interstate 70 on the access road to the Dayton International Airport. The roadway was blocked as negotiations with the suspects and truck driver continued at 3.23 in the morning. The Ohio State Highway Patrol Special Response Team, SRT, arrived to assist in the active hostage situation at approximately 7.30 in the morning. The special response team approached the semi in an attempt to remove the hostage. As troopers approached, they were fired up, according to the highway's patrol update. They were fired up. What the fuck? What happened? Troopers returned fire striking both the male and the female suspect. So they already they, they were shooting at the damn troopers. The hostage was removed from the truck. Come on, man. The hostage was removed from the truck to a safe area with minor injuries. Troopers reapproached the semi to take both the male and female into custody. Both suspects were transported to the Miami Valley Hospital in Dayton with life-threatening Injuries. No officers were injured. The female was pronounced dead at the hospital, 
Authorities said in an update provided at 9.20 in the morning local time, later in what it deemed was deemed later, it was what was deemed the final update relayed at 12.30 p.m. Local time, the Ohio State Highway Patrol said the male suspect has also been pronounced dead at the Miami Valley Hospital, directing all further questions to the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation. That was a, uh, today's chibachery in Ohio. All right, guys? It was a crazy scene. It was a, a standoff. All right? It was a crazy standoff. On August 2nd, 2023, a second suspect has also died at the hospital Wednesday following a seven-hour standoff with Ohio police near the Dayton airport, which ended with the rescue of a semi-truck driver who had been taken in the hostage. You know, he was taken as a hostage. Ohio State Highway Patrol said an officer involved shooting is under investigation by the State Bureau of Criminal Investigation in Dayton and Dayton International Airport will be closed between Interstate 70 and U.S. 40 for at least several hours while investigators process that scene. The ordeal first unfolded around 1 in the morning when London police officers initiated a traffic stop on a vehicle with no real lights or visible registration. As the officers was conducting the stop, the suspects fled in the vehicle on US 42 North out of London to a truck stop where they fled on foot. Highway Patrol stated, as the officer attempted to deploy a taser, a male, the male suspect fell and pointed a handgun at the officer. The suspect was able to flee to a nearby semi-tractor with no trailer. He and the female suspect then fled in the vehicle with an occupant inside of the truck. As they fled to the truck stop, authorities stated that the suspect struck a London police cruiser, though there was no officers injured because there's nobody was in that damn cruiser. Thank God. That's when Ohio State Highway Patrol and Madison County Sheriff's Office began responding to the scene to give pursuit along with the London police. The chase, which reportedly spanned through the several counties, ended in Montgomery County, just off Interstate 70, on the access road to the Dayton International Airport. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I gotta read it twice so you people could understand. The roadway was blocked as negotiations with the suspects and the truck driver continued. This happened around 3.23 in the morning. The Ohio State Highway Patrol Special Response Team arrived to assist in the active hostage situation. At approximately 7.30 in the morning, the Special Response Team approached the semi in an attempt to remove the hostage. As the troopers approached the semi-tractor, trailer tractor, um, the suspects began firing, and then they returned fire, and they hit both of the uh, suspects. I don't have any details on what I think 
the tractor, the hostage. I think he's safe, but they didn't give off the details yet. So they're probably going to have updates on that. I had to reiterate what I just told you guys so you could be a clear clarity on this report right here. Uh, I don't know why these um, two suspects went off the deep edge. You see what I'm saying? Like, you already know that you're doing something wrong. Vehicle was messed up. No telling what was the motive that they ran away from the cops from. Like, that's like you're in a lot of trouble when you run away from the police. I tell you that much. Once you run away from the police, oh, they're gonna get you. They're gonna come after you. Cause now they want to know why you invading the rest. They didn't invade the rest. They just ran from the cops. So they want to know why you ran for. Now they're gonna. They're going to call all the agencies from all the counties. They're going to get everybody involved into capturing you. So running from the police is the dumbest thing to do. All right? I'm going to just let you know right offhand. If you feel like you're going to run from the cops, you're a stupid motherfucker. All right? I had a past when I was a dope boy. You see what I'm saying? I do things in a strategic type of way. But if I'm on the highway, nigga, I'm, uh, there's no running from the cops, brother. No, brother, brother, brother. You can't run from the cops. It's just not going to happen. All right? I'm, try I'm trying to tell you. All right? If you're on a motorcycle, then you might have some type of leniency. But other than that, motherfucker, you can't run from the goddamn cops. It's just not going to happen. You lost that battle. That's a fight you're not going to win. I promise you. Right, but anyway, let me give you some more news. Um, there was something crazy that happened. Doctor in random attack blamed city after waiting 20 minutes for police to help her. Yeah, I seen that one, but there was something else that I wanted to talk about. Okay, Christians send a clear message after being detained while protesting drag events for children. Uh, yeah, that's the one I wanted to talk about real quick. All right, so a Christian protesting a pride event over the weekend in Watertown, Wisconsin, was handcuffed and detained by police in a video that went viral. A Christian, a Christian that was protesting at a pride event over the weekend in Watertown, Wisconsin. All right. So several members of the Christian group Warriors for Christ were evangelizing at the city's annual pride in the park on Saturday. An event organizers advertised as family friendly. All right. Evangelizing. All right. Evangelists at the city's annual pride in the park. On a Saturday, an event organizers they said it's a family-friendly event. In the video, Marcus Schroeder is reading from the Bible into a microphone when officers surround him and grab him, grab his microphone and the speaker as his group questions the officers. They handcuff Schroeder and explain that he was being arrested for violating a sound ordinance about noise amplification. All right, so Jason Storms, a fellow member of the uh, uh, evangelical ministry 
evangelical ministry who filmed the encounter and shared it on Twitter. Told the Republic Senate, the news sources, I'm sorry, that police had also arrested three other young people from their group who were praying and talking to attendees on orders from city leaders. The police, per orders from city leaders, arrested several young people. Three were arrested earlier in the day while inside the park praying and talking to attendees and then released with warnings, said Storms, who served as a minister of evangelism at Mercy Seat Christian Church. Storm alleged the officers were violating their right for free, for free speech, all right? Their First Amendment rights. As Schroeder was preaching on a sidewalk across from the public event, he told the outlet that the young man was charged with unlawful use of a sound amplification and resistant arrest. However, the Christian youth who were, who were arrested say they didn't regret their actions. It was worth it. It's actually an honor to be counted worthy to stand with the cloud of witnesses who have gone before us and been arrested for the sake of spreading Christ and his kingdom. Schroeder told the Sentinel, all right, the news sources, if the police wanted to try and set an example for others or anything like that, the only thing I've seen is actually the exact opposite, where more and more people are seeing the severity of what's going on and being called to more action. All right. Storms claim that Performers at the Pride event dressed in lingerie and dancing inappropriately in front of little children who were invited to give them $1 bills. The Unity Project of Watertown, which organized the event, encouraged families to attend, telling the media there, were, there would be a drag story hour and a children's craft and play area. All right. This is a very sensitive goddamn story right here. All right. The Unity Project of Watertown, which organized the event, encouraged families to attend, telling the media there would be a drag story hour and a, and a children's craft and play area. Another Christian young man who was arrested said he would do it again to protect innocent children from being sexualized by their parents. I'll do it all over again if it gives me an opportunity to share the good news and rescue innocent children being sexualized by their parents. Nick Pro said to the Sentinel news sources, God will use it for good. We will stand for truth even if we stand alone. Okay, the, the arrest video drew backlash on social media but was largely largely ignored in the national media reports. Instead, it was a group of neo-Nazis disrupting an event that drew headlines. Storm said their ministry had zero affiliation with the Nazi sympathizers, and he believed they weren't from the area. He told the Sentinel that his group tried to share the gospel with them as well as the Pride event attendees. The Watertown Police Department and Watertown Mayor Emily McFarland did not immediately respond to a request for comments. Yeah, this, 
I don't know, guys. This is very sensitive. It, it doesn't look like a good thing at all. All right. Christians send a clear message after being detained while protesting at a drag event for children. All right. So then it's, it's very sensitive. There's a lot of parents that I would say that would disagree with this. All right. Um, and there's other parents that they don't think nothing is being done wrong here. And. Me, I don't even know how to open the line of communications between the two divided, the divided communities and stuff like that. Because why are you exposing this to your children? Uh, what is there? Is there some type of motive? Is there something that you're trying to, you know, suggest here? You see what I'm saying? It's very sensitive, and I'm not gonna lie to you. It kind of disgusts me though, but. This is the news. You guys could comment. There's a way you could freaking talk to me on the goddamn Instagram and tell me what you think. Uh, you know, I'm trying to ponder this, but I can't make sense of it. All right. Um, there was another news right here. I forgot which one it was. It's a bunch of stuff that happened today. A doctor that got hit in the face. I don't know what happened to her. I'm trying to knock out as many segments as I can per day, but it's kind of difficult to do that. I told you I was going to be busy. Uh, a Portland woman got knocked out by an attacker, and it blames the city for slow police response. Remember, let me see. A Portland doctor said a homeless man knocked her unconscious while walking in the city, and then she waited for more than 20 minutes without a police response. I do not hold the police accountable for this at all. I hold our city accountable for defunding the police. Mary Constantino, a radiologist, told news sources, we don't have enough police force to protect our citizens, and we did this to ourselves. The attack happened shortly after 10.30 Friday night. One minute, Const Mrs. Constantino was walking on the southwest Portland with a friend. The next, she woke up on the ground, blood pouring out of her mouth. She was short. She was about to be killed and immediately dialed 911. I thought we were still being sort of attacked in some way, Mrs. Constantino said. I was like, I'm going to just try to verbalize a report of what's happening so there's some record of how I died. As the situation cleared, Mrs. Constantino realized she was not dying. She had been struck in the face by an aluminum water bottle hurled by a man. She stated there had been no yelling, no sign of a danger to give Miss Constantino time to defend herself. She credits her friend with saving her from further harm. He said that the perpetrator was still coming towards me, she stated, and he turned around and really aggressively yelled at him, and the guy ran away. What? Let me see, as the situation cleared, Costantino realized she was not dying. She had been struck in the face by an aluminum water bottle hurled by a man, she stated. 
There had been no yelling, no sign of danger to give Constantino time to defend herself. She credits her friend with saving her from further harm. He said that the perpetrator was still coming towards me, she stated, and he turned around and really aggressively yelled at him and the guy ran away. Had it not been for this person being with me, it would have, I think, been a lot worse, Constantino added. Sometimes these articles that I read suck. So I'm gonna have sometimes I have to make sense of it and stuff like that. That's why these writers, these bloggers don't make it to the New York Times or the Washington Post and stuff. That's why they charge a dollar a month because they are the better writers and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? And then let me add this. AI cannot mimic those those prestigious writers that work for the New York Times and stuff like that. I'm going to just have to put that out there in the air so you people could like think about that because you guys are really seriously thinking AI is going to do something to the human population. It's not going to happen. I promise you. I assure you that. All right, guys? You have nothing to worry about. But anyway, let me see, let me see, let me see. A spokesperson for the Portland Police Bureau confirmed the incident, telling the news sources in an email that Trimit surveillance video captured what appears to be the unprovoked and brutal attack. Officers were dispatched at 10.55 p.m., about 20 minutes after Constantino says she was struck and arrived at the scene eight minutes after that, according to Shepard. By then, Constantino had already given up and gone home. If we don't have police officers to come to the side of somebody who is under attack, then we're all on our own, Constantino said. Her situation is not unusual. Portland Portlanders have faced increasingly long police response times for years. The average for a high-priority call was 23.7 minutes in July, according to the PPB data, the longest wait in more than a decade. The longest wait in more than a decade. Our goal is always to help as much as we can, as quickly as we can, but with our staffing being at a historic low, this has become a challenge for us, Lieutenant Nathan Shepard told news sources in an email. At the time this call came in, our officers were actively on 26 calls throughout the city, he wrote. All right, there were zero free officers and, a, and another 52 calls on holding. The bureau has about 80 sworn vacancies, down from more than 100 in September. Our officers joined the police bureau to help people, and when they are unable, it takes a toll, Shepard wrote. We're continuing to hire, so there's definitely hope, and things will get better. I'm heartbroken that my dear friend Mary was so badly hurt, said Christian Olson, an outspoken critic of Oregon politics who first shared Constantino's story on her podcast, uh, Rational in Portland. Portlanders have a right and a reasonable expectation to peacefully move about the city without fear that they will be assaulted as they walk down the street. All right. Hey.
I think that's happening everywhere, not just in Portland. I don't know about defunding the police department, but I think that's happening everywhere, to be honest with you, because uh, inflation is causing a lot of issues, and uh, American, the American finances and families or uh, jobs, education, um, the legislators with the politics and and people gaslighting a whole bunch of nonsense um, to change legislation has affected much of these um, police departments with low staffing. You know, does that make sense? Because a lot of legislation that's been passed over the years has affected most of the staffing in the police department area. Like, uh, really, a lot of legislation, uh, a lot of legislation that been passed, I will say it's all nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. It's not conducive to nobody. So that's why I always stress in every segment that I do to um, get involved, get involved into your goddamn local office, your representative office, and your state representative. You got to get involved. You got to get involved with the mayor and your government. You have to get involved because you don't know what type of legislation they passing. And there's people that's like pushing to pass certain legislation that's not going to even help you and your family. You see what I'm saying? You have to be involved. You know, there's rich people that have their own ulterior motives you know, to get you out of the way, all right? You got people that's a first-time homeowner. They get affected by the bigger dog who don't care about your accomplishments in life. They don't give a damn that you're a first-time owner. They will probably burn down your first-time house if they really want to. You know what I'm saying? There's people that's very biased, prejudiced, they don't care about you. So you got to get involved. Even if you don't want to, you're still going to have to get involved. What about your future? What about your children's future? You got to think about that, right? So I'm going to leave you that to ponder with. Let that marinate in your thoughts. Because you know how I get down. I give it up real easy. All right? This is your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji. Let me spell that out for you. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I, all right? Same name that you can use to follow me on Instagram, Box Benji, Box Benji for Twitch, Box Benji for Rumble, all right? Uh, haven't been too active on Rumble and Twitch. I'm, I apologize for that. I'm going to try my best to get on there, all right? There's it's only one me. There's only so much I, that I can do once I evolve in this um, business that I'm doing. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a staff that will help me get everything in perspective, all right? This is your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. I'm going to holla at you later. Peace. Boom. It's the home night, eh? Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega.